Welcome to Out of the Bubble. My name's Rachel Peru. It's time to hear from some amazing women over 40 who are embracing life and leading a trail of inspiration along the way. So welcome to this episode's guest. We've got Margaret Soraya, who is a photographer living in what I think is a fairly idyllic <laughs> location with her two sons on the edge of Loch Ness. At the age of 44, Margaret is finally starting to really pursue her real passion for landscape photography and also discovering the benefits of being outdoors. So welcome, Margaret. Thank you for having me. What I'm really interested in, first of all, is can you describe actually where you live, your, your, your location and what your views are in the morning when you wake up? Well, I live in Drumnadrocket, which is a really small village in on the edge of Loch Ness. So I actually live in the village itself, so I don't have the views, unfortunately. Oh. But I do, I can just walk from my house basically down to the edge of the loch within five minutes. So uh, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. And I often go down, well, in the summer, I go down at about six o'clock in the morning and I go for a swim first thing. So it's a pretty nice place to live yeah I would say so yeah, yeah. Um, so this this isn't where you've you've grown up and lived you've not lived no. for a long time so what's your backstory how did you end up planting roots down in this small town well it's quite a long story I, I uh, grew up in Manchester actually in city right. centre Manchester Northern <laughs> yeah so I, I lived there till I was 19 and basically at the age of 19 I just had this vision of um, going somewhere really remote and quiet. I was fascinated with the Highlands of Scotland and I love quiet land, quiet places and landscapes mm. and um, Manchester not, not quite, didn't quite fit with no. my, <laughs> my natural being. So I literally got a summer job on the west coast of Scotland and I just drove up. I didn't really leave. I went back and forth to college and I just kept coming back to the north of Scotland and uh, I've moved around quite a bit but last um about four years ago, I, I settled in Drumnadrocket and we bought a house now, so uh, we're staying. Mm. <laughs> and you've got two two young sons, haven't you? Two, two, I, two I call them little boys, but they're actually um, 15 and 17 and one's like six foot something now. So, yeah. so, so they're not so little. little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how do they find living in a small Oh, it's fantastic. I think it's the best thing for children to, well, our, our towns are just amazing. So it's the best thing for them growing up. It's been a really, really nice place for them to, to grow up. It's really safe and uh, mm. there's, no, there's no real crime or worries. So it's no, fantastic, fantastic life. For, for, they might not appreciate it now, but I think when they grow up, they will. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a sense, sense of freedom, I would imagine, that it, we don't necessarily get yeah, in, in you, cities and bigger towns. That's right, and you don't really realise that until you go back to a town and you realise you don't you, you see the differences. It's quite it's quite dramatic actually leaving here and going somewhere else. It's um, quite marked. So mm -hmm. yeah. So when you went to university, did you do photography at university? Yeah, so I I started off um, doing a fine art degree in Coventry, and then I switched to a photography de degree in, um, in in South Wales in Swansea, and um, I, I only finished half of it. I was never really um, I, I, I never did really well to be honest with you. It was it was a struggle for me, and um, well, the tutors didn't really like me very much. So yeah, <laughs> I, I read that. Did you I read, read that? that you yeah, yeah. I read that you said somewhere that your tutors didn't like your quietness. So that's right. Yeah, um, I was very. Um, it's a real shame. It is. It is, and it's one of the things that's really become quite um, powerful in my, in my life now. And it's something that I feel really passionate about. Is I am a quiet person. I am an introvert, but I do have a lot of talent, and a lot of people overlook 
um, introverts and their talents just because they don't speak out or they're quietly spoken or they're not the first to put their hands up. So it's something I feel really, really strongly about because mm. I think that I actually left university early because I just thought, well, I'm not getting anyone. No, nobody's hearing me. Nobody's appreciating um, me. So I, I left kind of downhearted and I, and I didn't do any photography for the next um, 10, 10 years or so. I didn't pick a camera up again. So mm. I kind of lost my way after university which is a shame but it's just the way it happened and and ironically the things that I would do was photographing at university was waves and the sea I'd get on my surfboard and take my camera out and you know everybody thought that was just you know a bit of a mickey tape but but actually there was there was method in that and and funnily enough I'm starting to do that just just this year I've started to do more in water photography so I've got an underwater housing and camera and, oh, I t- and I actually go into the water and I'm just obsessed with waves so yeah a lot of the work that I was doing back then is now starting to happen again in my life now so that there was obviously I obviously knew what I was supposed to yeah. do and what I loved doing it was just that other people were telling me it was the wrong thing to do so I really do believe in not listening to people if you really know what it is you want yeah. to do don't don't listen to anybody else <laughs> it's about trusting your, your natural gut instinct isn't it absolutely yeah yeah it's it's intuition isn't it and yeah there's a really lovely quote from steve jobs i i, I just i just think sums it up and he he says have the courage to follow your heart and your intuition because they somehow already know what you want to become yeah. and i've got a real strong belief in that and i just think that a lot of things drown out that being able to to hear your intuition and a lot of yeah. the life and the noise of social media and um, adverts telling you what you should do, what you should buy, what you should live, and society's norms as well. It's like you get married, have children, live in this big house, and that, that demands, those demands of this leads people to buy into a certain way of living. Yeah. But also then, in turn, that demands a certain level of income, which in turn demands a job they might not necessarily want to do. Yeah. So... Yeah. Then by then you then have to sustain this kind of inverted commas happy and successful lifestyle. But but you know if you took all that away, took all that noise and all those voices that tell you what to do and how to live, you might actually be able to hear what it what it is you want to do and yeah. how, you, how you want to live. Does that does that yeah, make sense? Completely, yeah. <laughs> completely makes sense. And that's to be honest, that's where my inspiration for, for the title out of the bubble came from yeah. because I, oh. I I've talked to so many women that get into their forties and fifties yeah. that have kind of gone through the kind of treadmill if you like yes yeah of the the norms of what's expected <laughs> yeah and then they suddenly say okay well I don't want actually there's more don't to me than this so I want to do something different and I want to step out of that bubble yes um, yeah, that so I completely sense. get where you're coming from and it's it's funny that that tends to happen in your 30s or 40s <laughs> mm. it's maybe a, maybe a common theme which is obviously yeah. you're picking up on um but but maybe you have to go through that process almost to come out the other end and then go actually no I'm going to do this instead yeah it's quite interesting so after you had this kind of gap of 10 12 years of not yeah. photography what was the thing that re-sparks that passion again to get you back into it well it was actually I, I got married and I, and I had the children so I was working in catering at the time and so I had the, I had the children and Cameron the the little one um was about six months old and I just I just had this overwhelming feeling I can't just do this I know children are lovely but but it make it's kind of also consuming. It wasn't me. I needed something mm. more. So I just decided one day to start start a business at, um, mm. doing and, and the natural 
business in photography to make money is social photography. So I literally just started a wedding photography business overnight when he he was quite little. And it was just to make a little bit of income on the side. It was the idea to occasionally do a a Saturday, you know, and that was Mm -hmm. it. And simultaneously, my husband lost his job. So it was a decision then, like, do I stop doing this and, you know, put all the energy into to to other things and, and let him, you know, pick up pick up his whatever he was going to do yeah uh, but he didn't anyway so I ended up earning the income for the household <laughs> and so it was just a bit of an accident actually and that just that grew from there so I, I it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and so because the, because it was it was dependent on that business I just I just carried on until we split up um how many years I'm trying to think maybe 10 years on we split up and then mm. um obviously that business became really really important because that was then my way of providing a living for for the three of us so I was really really grateful that I I took that chance you know so early on to to start up um, because it's become really really important now and it's that having that self-belief in at the time yeah for you for you to do that you obviously have some real deep self-belief that you could you could make it work yeah, I don't. I don't know. Have you always had that confidence, or is it a new? Is it, well, it's a funny, funny word, confidence, isn't it? It's one of those those things that um, I've just been thinking a lot about that actually, and I've not had confidence all my life. I've suffered from what I would say is a lack of confidence, and I think that comes from being put down and put down, maybe not not put down from a very very early age, but regarded in in a way that um, when I was young, people would tell me that I I was make me feel like it was second best because I was so quiet so mm. my sister was louder and more outgoing and you know that was considered better mm. so as I grew up that seemed to continue through so it was a really strong theme through my life as I grew up so I think that kind of self-esteem confidence has always been quite low mm. um, but but I think what I did gain um, more so when my marriage broke up was courage you know, yeah. and the courage to say, actually, um, okay, I might not have the confidence, but I've got the courage to try this. Yeah. And the confidence will come from that. And and it has actually, and I'm still working on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, because more and more now, the, the the way that I'm going away from the wedding photography and to the, to the real work that I really want to do, I'm having to find a lot of courage and a lot of confidence to, to do these things mm. um, and to put myself into an environment that isn't naturally comfortable for me so I don't particularly like being in the spotlight at all (laughs) so Mm -hmm. standing on stage in front of 200 people is not my is my idea of hell but I've done it (laughs) it's all I know it's it's awful but but I've done it and I need to do it to be able to push to be push forward and to share my thoughts and to share my work so so doing something like that so standing up in front of those people 200 people is a big (laughs) ask what what kind of yeah. tools did you give yourself to to get yourself on that stage and do it? What what advice could you give to other people? Um, I'd say it's a yeah it's a massive ask and it's a massively stressful situation to put yourself into. And that at times you do stand there just beforehand, usually saying, "Why on earth? Why am I doing this to myself?" Um, but the, the 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 truth is that if it's something that you feel really passionate about, then don't keep it inside yourself. You know, mm. it's something if you've got value and you want to share it with people why stand in the wings and let other people you tend to find the people that are a little bit more confident and outgoing will naturally take the stage but that doesn't mean that they've got more talent or more to give than you 
Sure. So um, if there's something inside you, then go for it and just find that courage and it will get easier each time. So in terms of tools, I started about four years ago knowing that I would have to do this eventually. Sure. So I started just speaking at small camera clubs. I started small, basically. And each right. time I go, the nerves... Um, they're, they're dissipating slowly mm. <laughs> so the bigger stages no the nerves haven't gone yet but the certainly the more that I do the easier it becomes and the more easily the words words come to me you know I don't yeah. go, I don't go blank anymore so just practice I think practice mm. yeah I think it's fantastic <laughs> so you've got the wedding photography business it's up and running yeah. and it's really successful so then you've now got this side passion um, yeah. which is probably overtaking the wedding business for the landscape photography yes so describe a kind of typical day of going off shooting landscape because you really do go in remote areas <laughs> don't you yeah for my own my own personal landscape work i uh, i've got a real um passion for quiet places it's, mm. it's a big theme that runs through everything is this quiet yeah. um but I, I love really remote places i like being by myself and part of the whole the way that i work is i have to be by myself it doesn't work if i've got people with me it just doesn't have it's, it i think part of the um the whole image is it's about being alone it's about mm. the feelings that you get from when you're alone i know that sounds a bit wishy-washy but but i do have to be alone to be at my most creative so it's a bit like i, I think i said once it's a bit like taking the children shopping with you just just don't do it just just yeah. leave, leave them at home yeah. and do your thing and then come back to them um so yeah anyway i go off to the the outer hebrides a lot and um i've started to explore all the other scottish islands as well and you can go to some of these places um mostly in winter because i'm really busy in the summer months so mm. i travel a lot in the winter and I can be completely and totally alone, and I've got a van, so I, I just you've yeah. got a sprinter van, <laughs> oh, it's, haven't you? It's yeah, fantastic. It's, it's, it's brilliant. So that means that I can literally go and park on the edge of nowhere and be alone for uh, days on end if I if I choose to be, which is just just wonderful. It's a wonderful thing to do, and it's actually quite an interesting thing to do because you've got to be quite happy in yourself to do that i think yeah definitely. I think people would struggle with that but i i just find it wonderful so I've, and i've got this real love of water and waves so i tend to find places that they've got amazing beaches and orkney that, that sort of places mm. um so the further the better for me basically yeah. and i'm starting to i'm starting to make a business from that now so my my wedding photography has basically you know earned a living for mm. for 14 years and we've we've needed that but now it's it's kind of come to the time where we're, we're more stable um i've just bought a house so everything's secure the kids are getting mm. older and i sort of feel like now after all those years of working away at weddings um which has been great but it's not what i what i really inside myself truly love so now i feel like it's a time for me to do what i really really want to do so this this new business is basically um, retreats so taking people out and, sh and sharing these amazing landscapes with with other people and mm. encouraging them to 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 go and explore themselves show them that it's possible and um, teaching mindfulness through photography mm. and going out to these wonderful places with with groups of people basically so it's just a new it's a new business it feels a wee bit scary um, yeah. but again it's that whole courage thing you know if you don't if you don't just 
just do it, you'll never know. Yeah, because yeah. it seems to me that there still in society a bit of a stigma against, particularly against women yeah. tra- travelling alone. Oh, definitely. So yeah. then that has a knock-on effect that women don't feel comfortable and confident oh, travelling alone. Yeah. So have you found that people that have come to your retreats, are, are they usually coming alone? Are they with friends? There's a lot of people who are going to come that are, are single women, actually, mm. which is which is exactly what, what I was expecting, yes. which and is really interesting. And I just love, I just love seeing the, these type of women that, that want to and will travel alone because it's quite empowering, isn't it, to yeah. be able to do that. I, I went to India three years ago. I... Um, I going off topic a little bit but I suffered from migraines for many years like chronic migraines because of the stress of everything and I've been trying to find a solution to uh to that with that it's 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 non non non-pharmaceutical solution so um I went to do some Ayurvedic treatment out in India three years ago and and I just picked a place and booked a flight and went so that was probably the most intrepid thing that I've done (laughs) but it's amazing that I actually did it and I feel quite proud of the fact that I did it and incidentally, the, the Ayurveda was uh, incredible. And mm, it was it, what, it does work it's very, yeah. very slowly. And it's a very, uh, very long term, slow lifestyle change. But it's it's absolutely got taken my migraines down from being chronic, which is daily to mm. maybe monthly. So um, you have anybody Gosh. struggling with with chronic, yeah. chronic pain. It's definitely something to look into. That sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. So I did India because I've been to India. And it's just the most incredible yeah. country, but I've not been brave enough to do it by myself. Right? Did okay, it yeah. set set the kind of bug now? If you like the travel bug, would you like to go and explore lots of different places around the world? Well, that's on a, your own. That's a funny question, actually, because when 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 I got married, I, I've I've always been very, I've always had very itchy feet, and always wanted to travel. And I, I got married, and we then I didn't travel. I was kind of trapped for a while. Mm. Oh, no, I was trapped for quite a while, yeah. actually, and we didn't. I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't even, I wasn't able to even go anywhere by myself, you know, so um, in the country. So never mind the outside the country. So yeah. once once we'd, the marriage had broken up, I actually was lucky enough to, to do a bit of travelling with a, a travel journalist and do some travel photography. So mm. I spent a few years, um, we did it together, just just mostly, you know, European places. So nothing, nothing too far flung. And um, so I did about five years of that. And then I kind of where now I just feel actually Scotland is just so incredible I'm just it's almost like that's worn off now although I still I still go to India but that's that is for treatment you know so that's a different thing but now the 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 actual travel book of going around the world has 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 dissipated which is really nice and I feel I just feel like I just want to keep going to these islands and exploring different islands because they're so incredible and they're so fitting with with what I do that that's all I want to do now so the bug has got bigger for going to islands. I've just come back from uh, Thai. I went from to Tyree to Lewis and then to Isla. So in the in the past few weeks, and it's mm. just just phenomenal. So the bug so, the bugs there. Yeah, and it clearly <laughs> this has enriched your life in a different direction. Yeah. So yeah. when you're going off in the winter doing these amazing yeah. shoots and you're doing your wild, do you still swim in the winter when it's yeah? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, when we say swim, yeah. <laughs> I would put that in inverted commas as well because it's not like I I've got any mad passion. I, I am actually a really good swimmer, but but in a pool. Right. So I've swum all my life from from being a child that can you know good distances, but that's pool swimming. Right. So outdoor swimming for me, it's not a. Um, there's no goal to reach. There's no sort of um, you know. Oh, I've done. 
two miles today or three miles outdoors for me it's experience so when you go into cold really really cold water it just it's really hard to describe but afterwards when you come out it's just the most amazing feeling ever you can't beat it with anything else Mm -hmm. it's like a it's like a a massive natural high (laughs) when when the feeling comes back to your body you know it's just you get this tingling and there's there's um there's probably some scientific way of explaining it but it's it's really healthy for you and it it boosts your immunity and um everything it's it's just a really healthy thing to do so basically when i swim in the winter i just dip (laughs) so it is really cold i was in the sea in isla just last week and it was yeah it was very very cold indeed but it's an amazing feeling and just being out you know immersed in the water it's fantastic yeah I mean you really sound like you have kind of completely embraced who you are and and where you are at this stage in life yeah and and that you're comfortable completely being on your own yeah I think some women love the idea of of being on their own Mm -hmm. and going off traveling yeah and don't have the the courage to, to go yeah. off and do it. Can yeah. you describe what coming to a retreat is like? What what what's the kind of routine of your retreats? Well, I've got a couple of retreats, and one is more based around um, ph- photography. So, for people that really want to be to develop the photographic skills, that's the photographic market. But I'm also looking at there's a, there's a place down in Yorkshire called Avalon, which is a wellbeing centre. Yes, so, um, yeah, right, I live uh, near there. How do you? Yes, yeah. oh, I was just there last week, just oh. testing it out. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, I'll be running one with them this this um summer actually mm. and the so basically a day day there for instance would be we would wake up have breakfast um do a sort of inspirational talk with videos and, and for, for myself uh, probably then a sound healing sound meditation session which is about an hour long um lunch so they, they have forest bathing there so we would probably do a mindful walk in the forest to mm. do some forest bathing which is actually hammocks in in cheese mm. and they also have an outdoor they have a, a reservoir so you can opt right. <laughs> to do a, a bit of wild swimming which is just dipping in the reservoir and then yeah. uh, they've got there's also a fire pit so a fire fire pit and hot chocolate and then a, a lovely vegetarian dinner and another um photography session in the evening so that's a typical day to me it sounds like it sounds like heaven to me yeah, <laughs> just me. yeah. yeah. and i'll probably will probably also what I'd, I, I'm, I'm looking more towards is including a treatments as well so they they have a johnny god um crystal bed which i tried out last week which was incredible have you heard of them no I haven't no no this is an incredible thing and um massage and yoga that sort of thing so mm. it's it's basically it's about um diverging the two the two aspects of photography but but from a well-being yeah. aspect so and, and opening that photography to to everybody so you don't have to have the best kit and you don't have to really want to be a professional photographer to come along. I was going to ask, did you get all different levels in one, in one group? Yeah, there, would, there, there is. Um, yeah, I, I really want to open it out to everybody. And that, mm. that's, that's complete beginners because I, I totally believe in photography being really powerful in, in, in your well-being because you're out in nature and nature is a powerful healer. So um, mm. if, you're, if you're outdoors and you're concentrating on the, the activity, then it's a massive well-being boost for you. Yeah. So it's, it's combining those two things, which I don't think anybody's actually really done before. So it's, it's kind of a, a new concept. 
Mm. It makes so, sense. It doesn't, the, the doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, just because yeah. it's, you know, about being in nature and appreciating yeah. nature and, and your views of it through your lens. It does yes. make a lot of sense. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what I am interested in, for someone that has confessed that they, they are more of an introvert, yeah. how scary is it then to showcase your work at an exhibition or to other people? Or do you feel quite comfortable doing that? Oh, I'm totally comfortable with that. I, I've, I've, I've got a real... Um, you know, I don't have any issues with the confidence in my work. I'm really proud of it, and mm. and I, I love it actually. So I'm more than happy to showcase it. When it comes to standing up and talking about it, it's a different matter. Yeah. <laughs> but that's something you know, as I said, I've overcome. So, but I don't have any problem on it. I want to share it. I do, I just I do want to share it, and mm. in in a way that it might inspire others to not to copy the work or to do the same sort of work, but to get out there and do their own thing. And and also to show that there's a really small proportion of women landscape photographers um, as it compared to to, to men. Oh, is there? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's quite um, it's very male dominated, and the the oh, be careful what I say, but yeah. the men tend to be, come at it from much more of a technical angle. So it's very different. It, it's very interesting when you look you look at the differences between them. The men and the women photographers but just to inspire more women i think yeah. is, is one of my one of my big things i just really want to inspire more women to get out there and and and, and to take time for themselves yeah and spend time on themselves i think that the, the important thing is 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 for lots of women to not approach something and think they've got to be absolutely amazing at something it's about trying yeah. new things yeah. and experiencing things until yeah. so they do find that one thing that lights their fire yes that's right yeah yeah. And I think that that's what we can be quite scared of in our midlife, I think, of stepping out and trying to do something different. So hopefully talking to people like you will yeah. encourage and inspire somebody else that might think, oh, actually, yeah. I might go out for a walk and take my camera with me today and see how it goes. Yes, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a masterpiece and it doesn't have to win awards. It's just, it's for you, isn't it? Uh, doing yeah. something that makes you feel happy and, and you know, boosts your well-being. What kind of feedback have you had from people that have attended your retreats so far? Have you had people come back and say how it's changed them? Do you know? Do you know some of the one of the? I was just thinking about one of the one of the. It's actually not on the retreat, but one of the talks, a couple of the talks that I've done, where I've been really, really nervous. And there was one occasion where I did a talk, and um, this this young girl came in with her mum, and she just shuffled in, sat down, and I was doing the talk, and I was just saying something about travelling alone and and quiet people and how it's okay to to be alone and to if you want to travel alone that's fine yeah. and she, i noticed her in the audience she was elbowing her mum frantically going i told you i told you <laughs> and, you know and if i can just make somebody feel um better about themselves yeah. in in anything that i do then that's a real positive thing for me. Mm. I, I also did another I, another occasion. I remember saying um, in one of my talks, saying that for women, it's like you know, there's never you you can never find the time to do these these things. There isn't time. You have to find the time. So you know what? Forget the dishes. Forget the housework. Go and do yeah. something for yourself. <laughs> and people yeah. really responded to that as well. So it's true. Um, we get so wrapped up in our daily lives that we think we can't step out of it and do something different for half yeah. an hour or an hour. Uh, yeah, and particularly women as well. It's so, yeah. so busy, isn't it? Life's busy. And, and taking time for yourself, you feel guilty. I and mean, you shouldn't feel yes. guilty because yeah. it's self-care, isn't it? So, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's common. So you strike me as someone that's really found peace yeah. um, in your life. Yeah. How ambitious are you? Do you still have 
do you start each year with big goals and plans or are you kind of just seeing where this takes you and living in the moment well i am i would say i'm very ambitious actually Mm. um i i think i've just been i've had so many years of being held back when so just to quickly explain, so you understand a little bit, when I first spoke with my husband, I, I lost everything. So it sounds a bit odd, but we lost the house, we lost all, all mm. everything went. So we had to start again from, from nothing with quite, yeah. a, with quite a bit Rock of bottom. debt. It just happened, you know, people yeah, think that, yeah. that when women split, when you split up, you get the house and you get everything. We, we didn't. So mm. um, it was quite traumatic in, in a lot of ways, but it also meant it was, it's been a long uphill for me to mm. get, to get back on to, to security, we had to move about four different times because we were in rented accommodation, just shifting around, you know, shifting schools. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't good. So I think for the past 10 years, I've just been getting through yeah. <laughs> and I've been just paying the bills and trying to move forward. So last year when I bought my house, it was, it was a massive, massive achievement for us. But it was yeah. also a, um, a turning point because then I sort of think, well, I, I can start to see forwards now and I can start to, to move forwards rather than just gaining ground all yeah. the time. So um, my ambition has really just come after that now. I sort of, I can see a future. I can... Um, I'm quite have a lot of ideas a lot of the time, <laughs> new ideas all the time. But they all feed into the one things, and they're not unfounded. So I'm backing them up with with hard work. I, I tend yeah. to. We were talking about this yesterday. Actually, I tend to work like every hour that's available to me, yeah. basically. So this is why I go to India just to have two weeks off because <laughs> just to st- stop. Mm. But I can't. I, uh, it's a, it's a difficult one, isn't it? You can't stop if you feel so so enthusiastic about something and so driven by something yeah. that you just want to you want to keep working. You want to keep making it happen. So, yeah, completely. I, um, I found passionate about my yeah. career, and yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's all consuming. It's, you it know, is. I wake up in the morning and think, okay, what can I do next to try yeah. and see how long will this take me? And it, it, yeah. you don't really switch off from it. No, but but what do you want? This question, no, that's the question you don't want no, to do. No, you I enjoy, actually, yeah, what it means to me and what it's doing to me. Yeah, yeah. it's a really lovely thing, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah, so um, I am very ambitious with the new new business, and it's going very well. So right. I'm hoping that, that that will will get bigger because the the wedding business was, was just wasn't scalable because it was me you know yeah. going out to therapy and it very um stressful as well so yeah. in 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 the new the new route that i'm taking it's um i'm trying to look after myself a little bit more but also build a business that could be quite big mm-hmm. hopefully yes yeah well good yeah. luck with that <laughs> thank you thank you it's been, it's been really inspiring um, thank you very much and i think what's been really refreshing is to talk to somebody that has confessed that they're an introvert because you get so many people that are yeah. super confident and, and outgoing and, and loud I suppose is, is not yeah. Is yeah. the word but you very rarely get people that openly admit that they are introverted and that they're right. proud of it and that yeah. it's, it's they see it as a strength so I think that will resonate with a lot yeah. of women actually so yeah, I think that's so. really refreshing yeah so, okay. final three questions. <laughs> yeah. um, do you have a favourite song or a piece of music that motivates you? Well, I was trying to think about that. And the, the song at the moment that I love is uh, Make Your Own Kind of Music by Mama Cass. Yeah. And uh, just because of the, the lyrics, it's, it's about, you've, you know, you've got to do your own thing. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't matter if anybody else likes it or not, just do your own thing. So that, that's one of the things at the moment that resonates with me. Um, so the book that's inspired you? So the book, yeah, that's a really good one, actually, because I read Quiet by Susan Cain um, probably about two or three years ago, and that changed my life. So I would say 
yeah definitely definitely mm-hmm. quiet and it's all about it's all about introverts it's actually on the, on the front it says the power of introverts in a world that can't stop talking so yeah, right. <laughs> but it's just fantastic it's a really good book so anybody that's struggling with that being introverted should yeah. definitely read it yeah. brilliant i'll put it in the notes at the end and yeah. um, <laughs> final question who inspires you so well susan kane is certainly one of those people mm. <laughs> the lady that wrote that book because she she went through the same sort of journey as me. She really, really struggled with being really, really quiet. But she sta- she now stands up. She did a TED talk fa- fantastically well, mm. and to to watch her go through that journey was just amazing. Mm. But other than that, I think it's it's just a, a generic woman who do their own thing with passion and drive and that doesn't matter what they do i just i just really like seeing women of any age swimming against the tide doing yeah. different doing different things that they they, they really love doing well, i do i love it mm, yeah just, you know i think that's one of the beauties of social media that i found yes, I've met yes. and come across so many inspiring women that actually are all supporting each other i know um, yeah which you know is, is where our strength is the more yeah. we can support each other that's um, right. in projects and what we do with our life and the, the better it'll be for everybody i think yeah that's right yeah well thank you margaret it's been an okay. absolute pleasure thank you very um, much you can see some of margaret's beautiful photography over on her instagram account at margaret Soraya, and you can also keep up to date with everything that she's doing at www.quietlandscapes.co.uk and uh, I should be looking up to see what you're doing at Avalon now because it's literally <laughs> yeah, 15, be coming out soon, 15 yeah. 20 minutes away from where um, I live, so maybe I could meet you there. That'd be yeah, fantastic. that would be lovely. Yeah. Well, lovely. Perfect. Thank you very much, Margaret, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week. I'll be back in a fortnight when I get to talk to the talented German plus-size fashion designer Anna Scholz. So don't miss out on an episode. You can subscribe over on iTunes or the Anchor app. And I would really appreciate feedback left on iTunes. That would be fantastic. In the meantime, keep being fabulous.